For those who prefer their cars rocket powered, flying in high with no boost but holding on to the dream, it's Knox Phoenix and Savage coming to you live from Manfield. Hello. Hi. I have been playing RL competitively since launch and love paying close attention to RL community and pro scene. I have gathered a ton of prep work to launch a podcast that is about RL, but I don't want it to be just me. Good podcasts always have someone to talk to and with sharing different perspectives. So I am looking for someone with a fairly decent mic setup and someone who is passionate about the RL competitive scene to co-host with me. If interested, please let me know. Wow. Hey Nox, do you remember do you remember where that's from? Yeah, man, I wrote that and put it on Reddit. That was that was about a year ago, would you say? Something about it's yeah. A year and a week. It's a year been and a, week. a year and one week ago that that happened. That what dude, I'm flabbergasted right now i'm like blushing that you even like did that i went through i it took me a while because that's not even my same reddit account anymore but that was the post that was the very post that i downvoted when i saw it (laughs) (laughs) because i was like i'm gonna be the one that does this and i don't want other people to be asked oh wow i'm pulling it up right now there were five comments on that post and most of them were about a microphone and whether they should get it. Um, Big Dunksley. That name sounds familiar. Yeah, he's still he's still around. He's still a player. That's sad. He could have had such a great career in podcasting. I guess I ruined it. Wait a second. You know what? I don't even see... I didn't comment on it. You that. didn't comment on this I downloaded it and I sent you a private message. Yeah. I PM'd you. That's I was, hilarious. I was know, not putting myself out there. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think, uh, I think I did get a couple people actually do it, but you were the first one that I uh, that I talked I'm to. And pretty sure I I can't help but think like over and over again, like, mm, what if I just would have interviewed the next guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this podcast would have been so much more successful. <laughs> So, did you not, you didn't talk to anybody else? No. Yeah, you were the you were the first, like, message that I got. Yeah, I responded to that quick. It went up, and I checked it. I was actually in the middle of class. I went to the bathroom, sat on the toilet for, like, ten minutes, wrote my message, and then sent it, and then went back to class. I remember that. That was, that was like, whoa, I saw that. That's kind of cool. I want to do that because that was right about the time that I was super into Epic Ariel. And I was like, man, that would be cool to do. Um, yeah, that was a that's my little Valentine's Day present to you. Uh, so yes. hang on. I found some. All right. Oh, no. Yeah, I found the replies. Here we go. This is from from Air Holbrook. Hey, man, saw your post. Just want to let you know that I'd be super and in- super interested. <laughs> super interested. <laughs> in helping out with the podcast. Hopefully we can get together and talk about some time. And then I asked like a little bit about yourself and blah, 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 blah. Uh, My name is Jacob Holbrook. I go by Savage. (laughs) Generally when I'm playing any sort of games. 
You were a senior in high school. Oh, wow. Look at this. That was so early on because, like, that was at the point where I was so unused to calling myself Savage. I was like, that's still such a dumb name. Oh, is there not, like, a timestamp on these? Because, like, right here, sent, like, the same day. Uh, I don't think it has a timestamp. We have, we have Nathan, 18 years old, from the United Kingdom. <sighs> we could have had... done a podcast with someone from the UK. Oh, my God. I missed so many good opportunities. That would have been so cool. Oh my, what if I respond to Nathan right now and be like, yo, like, look at oh all Oh my gosh. <gasps> Ask him to be a guest. <gasps> oh my gosh. Nathan, Nathan for the next guest of Live from Manfred, please. <laughs> and we'll find out that he's actually one of our like dedicated <laughs> listeners that is just still so upset that oh you chose. Oh my gosh. That is hilarious. That is. <laughs> Uh, we could have had a nice UK accent on here. Wow, that would have been so much cooler. It would have been so much cooler. I totally would have listened to that. But you know what we ended up with? We ended up with something special. Did we? Happy birthday, Live from Manfield. What is Live from Manfield? Um, well, it's a Rocket League podcast where we jump on Rocket League news, boost you straight to Rocketeer, all the while scoring our amazing voices for over a year now into your ear goals. The first episode of Life from Manfield was released uh, on February 16th, 2016. And so this one's oh, going so up. Yeah. Goes up on the 15th. We're a little bit early. We're like close. A little yeah. premature. But I'm Knox Phoenix. I'm Savage. And you know, for the first episode, it was actually switched. Was it? You so said that, it first. Yeah, because I was the one that screwed up that intro like, 30 times this is the uh this is the episode of like a tv show you know where they get like stuck in an elevator or something and they start like arguing and then they like flash back to all the like highlights throughout the like series because like there's a writer strike or something going on i feel like that should be this episode we should just be like oh remember man. that time all right so we started out first episode we had a guest right away i thought that was cool that was pluter Pluto dude, dude. Yeah, that was that was Pluto with the first most awkward interview of our careers, I would say. A little bit because Pluto's awkward, mainly because you and I had just like literally started recording our first We did the interview before we ever recorded our first episode, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. We just did the interview and we're like, oh, I think that went okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the transition into the interview was like really awkward too. Because like nowadays you like build it up and like you, you're really good at coming in through the interview and being like, whoa, we're still talking and now there's an interview person here. But back then it was like, all right, let's stop. And then it was like, hey, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeez. such good times. Such good times. There's, of course, uh, this is not a flashback episode. We wouldn't we wouldn't do that to you guys because I always hated seeing those episodes on TV. It's like I because, I, you know, they really didn't make sense like on Netflix and stuff when you go to watch those episodes. Uh, because when you're, you're like binge watching them and you're like, I'm seriously seeing flashbacks from stuff I watched last night. Like, come on guys. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was watching the bachelor earlier and that was totally happening. Oh, especially like when you watch those shows that are like really meant for live audiences, but they're like already like recorded and they're on Hulu or something. So you're watching them and like it goes into a commercial break and then it repeats the last like 30 seconds. Oh, that's really saw. funny too. Yeah. Cause you've got like <laughs> one commercial to watch and then it's like, it spends 15 seconds getting you caught up on what you like, on like yeah. what happened <laughs> at the end. Like, Oh no, this was seriously like 30 seconds ago, dude. Like, yeah. Well, 
um, we don't try to be a news outlet. We just try to be opinionated on the news that happens. And uh, so, Savage, I'm sure you probably saw the the day that our freaking episode was released, so we didn't get to talk about it. Was the uh, the huge esports update and Psyonix's approach to what they're going to be doing uh, with, with esports in that regard? Yeah, that was a that was a pretty exciting post, actually. And the Very rundown upsetting. of it is is that like you know um, that it's more than just the RLCS that they want to be involved in. That there's been um, there's been a, a lot of keys purchased and stuff, but they're going to be investing two point five million dollars into Rocket League esports in twenty seventeen alone. Uh, which is very interesting when you think about, you know, the prize pool for RLCS Season 3 is only 300000 If they pull off two more of those alone, then you know it's like, what, let's say they go up to 500 and a mil for that. That still leaves like a million something dollars. Uh, what are they going to be doing with the rest of that money in esports, Savage? Um, the one I saw that I was most impressed about was the starting up of an actual college Rocket League eSport thing. Yeah. Because, like, I probably couldn't do that, but... I might go back to school. Who's going to be Who's gonna be the IU Rocket League players? And, like, I can just judge them because I'm probably just as good, if not better, than most of them. It's... And then they'll be like, damn. Yeah, um, but there's, like, a whole bunch of other stuff, and I wish I had that list pulled up because I would be being prepared. Well, so bigger and more meaningful appearances at major competitive gaming festivals, um, community so run tournaments. Mean? They're going to be funding community run tournaments. Oh, that's um, exciting. They're going to, uh, let's see, they're going to be doing new series of tournaments for Xbox. Um, let's see. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So does that announcement kind of mean that Hey Xbox, sorry, but we're really not gonna focus on getting crossplay to work. We're just gonna stop. Well, that's plugging. that's a bureaucracy thing that Xbox has kind of put in the way. Um, but well, like, is it Xbox or is it Sony? That's does Sony realize that hey, we've already cornered this market? We it's can just- Xbox. Um, Microsoft has a lot more of like stuff in litigation for those kind of things. For instance, that was the, the issue with getting them to have crossplay in the first place. Um, when we found, when they finally got past that, uh, then they were able to bring it to, you know, PC and, and Xbox. But, um, when it comes to like getting the last I read about it back when like, you know, people were really begging for, you know, a three way, uh, cross platform yeah. experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was like Microsoft had like released a statement saying like, Hey, we're open to talking about what it would look like to be able to play with PS4 players. And then PS4 was like, Hey, we're open to talking about what it would look like. And then apparently stuff stuff happened behind closed doors and it never came. So they probably talked about it. And then they were like, wait a second, this is dumb. I hate you. Exactly. Exactly. That's like, I feel like that's the kind of manner in which those big companies talk. The most interesting thing that stood out to me, um, in this kind of like transparent press release that they, that they announced was that, um, we believe, um, that Rocket League is a game in an esport where everyone can compete. This is a quote, by the way. Everyone can progress and everyone can enjoy. So with that in mind, we started to evaluate the best ways to invest in esports with funds earned through the community-funded crates and keys pools. We realized they needed to take a different approach into the esports program. Um, instead of dropping off stuff towards the RLCS prize pool, we want to do something that a community-funded prize pool should benefit the entire community, whether it means a group of friends competing over the weekend or the best in the world at the RLCS. 
So uh, look for prize pools and stuff that people can compete for at the challenger level is essentially what I am reading in that kind of philosophy thing, right? Yeah, I'm really interested to see like what what's going to constitute the communities that they really like go after. Yes. Like are they just going to go after stuff like PRL and just create more like big weekly tournaments? So they've already started or... doing that. Um, so the Take the Shot tournament is directly funded by Psionics now with a $1,000 prize pool once a month. Uh, I believe oh, PRL okay. is getting some as well um, for their prize pools. So um, there's, a, there's a lot of that going on. So the community tournaments have already gotten that. I think that what this means is I think that we're going to start getting some in-game eSport and tournament uh, like features where prize pools are going to be um, attainable. Interesting. So like that in-game bracket system we've all been hoping for? Yes. Ooh. Um, you thinking April update? Maybe more info on that? Or would that be later in the year still? I think it's going to happen in the April update. Interesting. Uh, I feel like, yeah. But one thing we do know is going to be in the April update is some Hot Wheels rolling the track. I th- that's not April update. That's February 21st, bruh. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Hot Wheels coming to Rocket League on February 21st. First. 24th. You know, you know, the 24th of, of February. February. Huh. Maybe that's an. I'm, I'm excited for this. Ah, uh, I'm in kind a of. way, I guess. I want to be able to customize my Batmobile. Okay, okay. People keep freaking saying that. I understand that there was a statement saying that the Twin Mill 3 has the same hitbox as the Batmobile, but there's more that we need to take into consideration because Psyonix has made statements like this a ton, and we found that the the hitbox was actually slightly a little different, and I'm guessing the elevation is probably going to be different too, okay? Uh, with that in mind, the car looks a bit goofy, okay? It and looks like it's the visuals the versus hitbox that players really want. And this thing has like a pointed front. I'm thinking it's going to be weird and awkward to hit angled shots with this. It doesn't look like it has that pointed of a front. It's a very and pointed depending front. Depending on where the hitbox ends. You could stick this car on the end of an on a stick and use it as an arrow. <laughs> I. It would probably bounce off some stuff in this. It was going real fast. I'm surprised it didn't get recalled for kids not poking their eyes out. It's a pointy nose, dude. Now, uh, you know, one thing that I love to do, always love to do, is look into the background and, like, you know, the the very fine details of these kind of release trailers and stuff that they give us. And um, specifically, you know, toppers, wheels, that kind of stuff. And uh, what I see is that both of these cars in the, uh, in the teaser trailer um, do something that um, they have yet to do in one of their other teaser trailers for DLC packs, and that is both cars have the same set of wheels on. If you remember with, like, you know, the Grog Ripper... Do they? Yep. If you remember with, like, Are the... Are you sure? Yes. If you remember with, like, the Grog Ripper, um, like, update, you know, the Ripper has its own wheels, the Grog has its own wheels, and, like, same with, like, every other one. Each car gets its own, like, special wheel that you can use on other different cars and stuff. Um, but then I think about it, and I remember that, like, oh, all Hot Wheels cars have, like, the same wheels, and so I'm guessing that we're gonna get, like, one Hot Wheels I don't, wheels. I don't think I believe you that these are both the same wheels. Because if you look at, are you looking at the picture? I'm looking at the pic right now, dude. And, like, the long car has matted out, like, gray wheels, and then the Well, they're spinning, short, they're blurry. Yeah, but, like, there's a very clear white, like, outline on this wheel for the backfire looking car 
Dude, call them by their name, man. It's it's the freaking Twin Mill 3 and the Bone Cheek. Twin Mill 3 and the Bone Cheek? Shaker! Bone the Bone Shaker! Bone Shaker. Okay, well, hang on. You know what? I am has... seeing the white wall on the wheels Yeah, now. like, these are not the same wheel. Yeah, okay, okay. You may be onto something. There may be two <laughs> new wheels. I'm sorry. And, like, look at the tread. Look at the tread. Well, you can't For tell... Peter's the sake, tread, look at you the can't tread. tell a thing because the one well, like, is spinning. You don't think both of these cars are flying next to each other through the air? And they're not really spinning because you can see the spokes of the thing perfectly, like, moves still. I don't know, man. I They're going to be sold separately, and I probably... Uh, this is the first time I've thought about not buying a car because the bone right. shaker looks so bad. Yeah, I'm going to buy it, though. Why wouldn't I? Maybe I'll buy I five of them and give of... them away to people. <laughs> I'll buy. Can you do that? Yeah. Okay. I'll buy one. Yeah. Okay. You know I'm gonna buy one. There's nothing that's gonna hold me. Okay. Back. Fine. What if that's what if that's the car that I connect most with? Like you know that movie Avatar where you know you got you can't choose your like dragon flying thingy. It chooses you, and that's like your bond for life, and that's how you fly <laughs> around the planet. Like you know, what, what if that's what it is for Rocket League cars, and the Bone Shaker chooses me? <laughs> if I had to, if I had to tell like a person like describe you i would just say the bone shaker oh okay yeah all right <laughs> i guess so its skull looks proportional to you so. um and then in a little bit of more minor news uh but it's cool to see at least is that the um the ps4 pro which was recently released is getting a uh, you know its own kind of rocket league update where uh so it'll support rocket league and throughout um all of the bonus like features that the ps4 pro has which is like more hardware capabilities I, that i went the most roundabout way of wording that ps4 pro more capable rocket league run better on it there you go that's the gist yeah. of it <laughs> um one more thing about the cars though what i thought was really cool in the trailer there was like some very impressive gameplay um they actually recruited jazer really they had him use the cars and like record some cool, cool looking shots with it. Oh my gosh, I didn't even read that little thing there at the bottom. Yeah, like at the very bottom. Thanks to Jazer for the sweet gameplay footage for the trailer. Like, that's really cool. How do you think? I, hey, now, we talked about this before. Did we? In the Aquadome update hype video uh, episode that we recorded, I talked about this, about like, what if they were secretly recruiting pros to record these clips and montages and stuff uh, for them so that they can, uh, yeah. Like. Maybe. I ta- I, you're, you can go back genius. and listen to that episode. I, I brought it up. I swear. Dang. I swear. Yeah, I remember. So I'm not surprised. Somebody, who was it on Twitter? It was like greasy or like some really big eu pro that was like who are these devs doing these double touch goals in this video (laughs) (laughs) i was like dang nah cyanx ain't good at this game rip buy off they just buy off the new good people rip feels bad man and then uh, in some like less official like psionics news, we can look at some of the rosters that have started forming with the uh, RLCS Season 3 announcement. Of course, the, the ultimate way to band players together to, you know, um, heighten their chances to compete at that land stage 
so we have seen, uh, we're only going to focus on some of the highlights. And you know what? I'm going to be honest. I just don't follow EU enough to know any big EU roster changes or announcements. Oh, yeah. Wow. We have. So we have, I will be. We'll talk about, uh, we, I feel like we'll talk about one EU team, especially when we talk to our guest today. Yeah. I feel like, so we'll, we'll, we'll get an EU perspective. So like whatever, don't worry about it. Yeah, We're not biased. But I, it's an EU perspective, but we don't talk any new rosters. So the new rosters that like all I can all I can mention are all NA. Of course, it's no secret. Probably you've seen that G two is going to be running with Rizzo, Cronovi, and Apps. There's been no official announcement that I believe yet. Um, but yeah, I've definitely not seen anything official. But they've been doing every tournament, and uh, I've talked to other pros that I'm connected with, and like everyone's just saying Rizzo G two, Apps G two. So. Um, but then, uh, you know, less surprising, we got Equinox, which has been, you know, killing it in tournaments later, and that's Chrome, Lathammer, and Corrupted G. They've been looking real strong. That's a, that's a solid team. And another thing that's no. been happening is as people have been, like, um, like, trying out different rosters and stuff, like, people keep playing under these super goofy names before they, like, you know, announce a name or whatever. Uh, but, like, um, we've been seeing all kinds of different combinations of players, but one that's been sticking around um, for the past, like, you know, two weeks or so is Sad Junior, Darkfire, and Vince. Those are those are three very solid, solid players. It's true. Um, they, can, they can do a lot if they... I haven't really gotten a chance to watch them. I've gotten to watch Crow quite a bit in the past, like, couple weeks um, and, like, see his team play. But... Um, I don't know. Sad. I know Vince is just blowing up right now, so that's definitely a good one to be playing with. Absolutely. Be interested to see how they they do. You know, let's go ahead and get that EU perspective right now. Great Scott, or I mean, Great Scotsman, should I say? Oh, We're here Johnny with boy. Johnny Boy. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Is that the bagpipes are calling? Ooh. Do you actually play the bagpipes? No, not at all. Oh. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was like required for all Scotsmen. You know, I feel a, a connection to you though because um, my last name is McLean. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, I'm actually like on both sides of the family Scottish heritage. So is it M A C? No. M C. M C C. M C C. Hmm. Interesting. It's, so from the from my mom's side, I'm from the McBean clan. That's M A C. McBean. <laughs> yeah. McBean, and then from my father's Hold side, on. it's the McLean. McBean. <laughs> yeah. That's quite possibly the best name I've ever heard. McBean. <laughs> that can't I wish be a my real name. name. Is McBean, not McDonald. <laughs> Wait, do you want to know the the uh, clan motto for the McBean clan? Of course. Why, why uh, would I not? It's apparently in Scottish Gaelic, so maybe you can translate a, bit, a little bit more for me. Yeah. Touch not a cat, but a targe. Touch not a cat, but that a sounds, barge. That's, right? That sounds like Irish. <laughs> to me well, i don't rec- i actually speak scottish gaelic and i didn't recognize a word of that no i don't touch not a cat bought a targe it's not but a targe it's bought a targe pretty sure you said but a bar yeah I, I have no idea what that is like a large boat I'm, I'm me either <laughs> but what about your name like how did you come up to the name of johnny boy well actually i used to have a different name and uh my first game that I played on PC was uh, World of Warcraft and I, there's a race in World of Warcraft called Draenei so I took the D from the start of the word put it at the end that was my OG name Draenei <laughs> but then I just yeah. I always looked at other people's names in, in uh, esports in particular and I always loved that people, uh, when people had their real name in their IGN Ooh. 
So I really wanted to do that. And that's why I ended up in Johnny Boy. Similar to mine uh, with the S.A. at the front and then the real name. I thought you were going to say <laughs> your middle name was actually Savage. <laughs> oh, we fall, um, So, Johnny Boy, you're like all over the place, man. Like, it seems like everywhere I look, I'm seeing something different that you're doing. How did you first, like, get involved? And how early on were you really involved with Rocket League? Uh, well, I just ended up being a massive fan of the game. When I first heard of Rocket League, I thought it sounded a bit naff, and I saw it was getting big viewers on Twitch, and I thought, that'll pass. Like, it's just a, you know, just an indie game. People are going to play it for a weekend, and then they're never going to play it again. But I tried it like months later with my friends and we had never had so much fun being awful at a game like we were literally the worst players in the world like the ball would just roll around the field and occasionally somebody <laughs> would hit it and we were having a blast it was great so that was like the way in but uh esports i didn't really get involved with the esports side of rocket league until i uh met marky marky duda because it turned out we lived about two minutes walk away from each other in the same city in scotland so we became pretty good friends wow. through that and uh, yeah, I'm also I was pretty good friends with Scrubkill at the start because he's all we're all Scottish, so we kind of all just uh, became friends through nationality. And uh, yeah, that was that was the beginning of it. Although my first actual like stream that went viral, you might be familiar with it, the spinning ball stream. Oh my gosh! That was yes. in my, the spinning that ball. Was the that was the first, first one thing. that went viral. <laughs> yeah, before then I only got like three viewers at, at most, and then the spinning ball stream I think hit. 800 or something then i actually got banned on twitch for not having gameplay so that was interesting <laughs> what yeah they banned me for a day i got banned but i kept the ball spinning and then when it was unbanned i streamed it even more <laughs> <laughs> did it ever stop i feel like it, it stopped yeah i i, I uh, ruined it oh you like i was doing challenges and one of them was uh i was just taking commands to go left and right from team speak and at some point Somebody told me to go left, and I drove straight into the ball. No. Nothing I could do. I was just, I was just obeying it. I was quite relieved actually, because I was super tired. <laughs> How so. long of a stream was that? Wait, hang on a second. But you know, you didn't have to be awake to keep the ball spinning. Oh yeah, well the first time actually, it was, it, I, I went live with it because I saw the ball spinning, and I thought this is exactly the kind of stupid thing <laughs> that will go viral on Twitch. Oh my gosh! And it did. So then uh, that was. Just uh, I was just chilling in free play. I was like, guys, look at this. Then some of my viewers who are like, you know, 10 of them at the time were like, you should do a 24-hour stream. I was like, okay, fair enough. Just like put a timer up there. I didn't have a face cam back then. I just had a microphone. But at, at <laughs> large portions, I would just mute my microphone, go away from the uh, PC, and then come back, and their viewers would be up by 100. I'd be like, what on earth? Where are these people coming from? <laughs> but I got banned on hour 22 or hour 21 or something. They banned oh me. They're gosh. like, well, he's too close. Banned it. But I just left it running for the whole 24 hours and then went live again after. So in the end, it was like 53 hours. Then I stopped it. Oh my gosh. With a, with a mistake. Technically was... a world record, I guess. Really? Of live? Well, I, I, has anybody else done a 53-hour ball spinning? I, oh, yeah, okay. you are technically <laughs> correct, I suppose. I'll be very I want to know how surprised. Twitch cannot claim that as being gameplay. Yeah, I like mean, the ball wasn't stopped. Like there was things happening on the screen, right? So what are they saying that there's no like input I think it was, into the game? At one point, I went to to get food or something, and I came back, and the channel was banned. So I guess they <laughs> came over, and the my car was just sitting there doing nothing. The ball was spinning, and uh, obviously no microphone or anything. And somebody was just like, "Yeah, this is pointless." There's like 400 viewers, and they just banned it. So I don't Dang. know. They, they just banned it. I, maybe I got like loads of reports from trolls or something. I'm not entirely sure. I never investigated it. 
that yeah, that was people the be way salty. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that that was me actually they they remember that stream but they actually don't know that that was me that did it i mean i can understand that because i feel like where you are now is just like it seems like you've always been there and like well that was, the ball spinning stream was about a year ago in fact it was i think a year ago last week so just over a year Dang. happy anniversary yeah <laughs> but it wasn't like ball spinning stream and then suddenly everybody knows who i am it was quite slow a grind from there <laughs> just trying to create content that people were interested yeah. in and and what a path you've certainly made for yourself uh you were listed as the coach for you know season two champions flip side um and so i'm guessing your connection with marky kind of got you in with that but how did you work your way into being like the coach of i mean three some of the greatest players in the world well uh I'd say a better description would be manager because as far as coaching goes, they are pretty self-sufficient. Like when we had, me and Marky had a discussion about this and we were basically coming to the conclusion that they're already really, really good at winning Rocket League. So let's just not change anything. Just do, they just keep doing what they're doing and I'll just help them with the logistical things. Like, uh, you know, making sure people wake up on time, have what they need and uh, remember to eat food because they're really not very good at human things. They're really good at Rocket League, but they're not very good at just surviving. So I knew I, there was something I was doing wrong. I was focused way too much on the, on making sure I ate and slept, but man. You're, 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 you're useless. The only way to get good at Rocket League is to starve yourself. So yeah. End. No, well, they, we, yeah they, it worked in the end. I think we did one VOD review at the LAN. Like when they lost to Mocket on day one, we... Uh, I, I had a, I had conversations with each of them individually, and I just I knew from speaking to them that they weren't over the loss yet. So we just I just sat them all down. It's like let's just watch the loss, talk about it, so you can have closure, move on. Yeah. And it seemed to work pretty well because after that they were just like focusing on the task ahead. They completely ignored the loss from the day before. But sorry, I just got, I kind of skipped your question. The getting into management it was actually due to a a conversation that I had in California for the LAN number one, where I met the Flipside staff because I was just out there, you know, at the LAN as a as a fanboy, basically. A couple I was of just feet there to see it all. Us, actually. So. Yeah, yeah. I was just like there to see the spectacle. I was not going to miss that. And uh, I got a tag along with Flipside because I was good friends with them. So I was kind of there just looking after them, but not for any personal gain. I was just doing it because they're my friends. And then, uh, yeah, the Flipside staff just saw me doing that and they just, they were really impressed. And they asked the... Uh, Marky and Cux to choose a manager for themselves because they obviously know who they would want to have manage them better than the Flipside staff do because they're not as interlocked with the Rocket League scene and they just uh, they told him oh yeah you don't need to rush the decision you can talk about it. you can think about it and they were just like oh no, no we just want Johnny so it was like just a instant decision for all the way from California I guess so you are off season wow. I don't really do much though okay it is kind of you know sit around so you are directly <coughs> affiliated Excuse with me. Flipside correct uh yeah okay. it's kind of something i wasn't sure if it was just like a tag along and like just like super close with all the players but i guess it's kind of a culmination of the two um yeah well i'm not actually contracted but uh yeah it's i guess you could call me somewhere between a volunteer and uh official uh, affiliate because yeah they they uh they're they're investing in me and i'm investing in them so it's like mutual benefit I'm like a yeah, manager slash streamer because they can, you know, promote or they can promote their uh, streaming network. 
by adding my stream to there, yeah. which is uh, and contracts and borderlines and and all those boundaries aren't necessary. Like I mean, like I'd say that your relationship with them probably is you know at least Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's 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 the best way to be because it's just flexible for uh, for all of us, and Absolutely. you know just we don't want to complicate things for no reason, especially since it's a bit of a vague like job. Like I was gonna, like I was saying in the off season, I don't really have much to do because uh, you know they just do their online tournaments and that's it. But when it comes to land time and boot camping, there's tons to do. So that's now where in, I actually do stuff. In the Red Bull article uh, that uh, um, they interviewed Marky in, uh, he said that we should be on the lookout for some next gen tactics. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean, can you give us any insight into what to expect? Or is this like the two on ceiling, one on ground format that we're thinking about? Or like what's going to happen at, at season three? Well, without giving too much away, I'll say that I've played a lot of 2v2 with Marky in the past. And since I'm not that good, well, obviously when I'm playing with Marky, I, I'm terrible compared to him. So I'll like, you know, be rushing around trying to keep up with all of the other pro players in the lobby. And, uh, you know, that leads to just sometimes completely whiffing on a ball. But what I have what I decided to do one day is, like, if I realize that the hit that I'm about to do is going to be so bad that it's just going to be a pass to the other team, I'll just deliberately miss it. I'll just, you know, go straight past it intentionally. and But I'll tell him in advance so he knows before the other team do that I'm actually just going to clean whiff the ball and he can come in and, you know, take a shot. <laughs> and it actually, it's, it's surprisingly effective because the other team will go back and they think you're going to boom it. Then you just miss and they're not ready for it. And, you know, I think everybody can relate to that. You play against uh, low-rated players and you're like, man, I can't read what they're doing. They just keep missing. So if you bring that to competitive play, that, you know, might be something to look out for. And uh, So we're talking about some, some fakes and some trick plays. All right. Yeah, aerial mind plays. games, perhaps. Because I don't think aerial mind games have ever been a thing. Not deliberately. Like, everybody's really, really proud. When As soon as you go up for an aerial, you're like, oh, I'm hitting this aerial. I'm going to win the race. I don't think anybody has, has, has ever crossed a pro player's mind that to, you know, just deliberately miss the ball just go sailing on in the, the air. Huh. Yeah. Well, even though there sometimes is a benefit to just not hitting it because uh, your hit's going to be so bad that you might as well leave it. Hmm. I may have some changes to make with my... I'm going to start doing that. Just make sure you <laughs> well, call it. It's all about the comms. you got to say, okay, I'm missing. <laughs> or faking. Even better. <laughs> I don't use comms. Here's so what I'm going to do. I'm, just... I'm, I'm going to just tell the rest of my team that I'm going to start introducing that into my gameplay and now every whiff that I have I'll just say like exactly. guys start, start picking up on my fakes come on <laughs> I told you in advance the bad thing is it's actually really funny it, it just looks really silly because somebody will just go up and then miss and it, it can you know get distracting because everybody's just laughing at the miss so you've got to you've got to be quite disciplined with it don't do it too often we actually, um, this is this is actually really interesting because uh, a couple weeks ago we had um, Mega Shogun on, and I actually asked, asked, I asked, I asked him about this uh, this thing in particular that we, if we start seeing a bunch of like fake plays and stuff like that coming to the competitive scene, what's that going to do for someone like him who's a play by play caster who is going to miss, uh, like, is he worried about missing a misinterpreting a fake as a whiff and vice versa, uh, like. I mean, do you see that happening? Because you, you cast quite a bit of matches yourself. Well, it's it depends on the style of casting. Like you go, there's actually a a lot of different styles of Rocket League caster that I'm aware of because I like you know tune into cast now and then just to see what's going on. And you know, you'll get some casters who pretty much tell the story that happened five seconds ago. So they're constantly they're just saying what has happened, 
And there's some casters who try to predict what's going to happen. I don't know why, because it's just, you're going to make yourself look stupid when you're wrong. But some casters like to do that. They, you know, they'll try to call out that this is going to be a super hard shot. Oh, never mind, he's missed it. <laughs> you just have to back it up. But uh, with, I think with Rocket League, the way it's going to develop is actually just to try to take more or less of a critical approach rather and this is going to shock some people coming from me because i'm like known to be really really critical but that's just my you know streaming persona when i'm actually casting i try to be a lot more you, you get inside the head of the player figure out why did they do what they did rather than uh does that make sense yeah you know, you're yeah, figuring yeah absolutely out, did they do that on purpose what were the merits of what to you know that play that they executed uh you're discussing that rather than saying oh my goodness the player did this I would have much rather see him do this because that just makes it sound as if you're, you know, saying, hey, I know more than the player because he did something that I disagree with. And I'm, you know, going to highlight that as a caster, which doesn't it doesn't always come across very well. You're putting down on the player, putting down on the team. And sometimes the caster is just blatantly wrong uh, because the players are on another level. So it's something you have to be really careful about when you're calling out a, a misplay, quote unquote, because sometimes it's actually a good play and you just haven't figured out why absolutely awesome. yeah for sure yeah so a couple weeks ago we actually had you featured on our podcast as our lf mvp which is a thing we do that we kind of try to recognize something that a content creator did that week that's that we think is really helpful or just something that people should watch um mm -hmm. it was actually one of your old videos that i just stumbled across where you guys you had the team at your house and it was cooks are playing one V one versus scrub. And you guys sat there and you talked through cook with cooks about what was happening and like why he was doing what he was doing the whole time. I thought it was just mm -hmm. one of the coolest videos. And I've tried to like suggest that our listeners watch those videos. Um, what is your kind of goal through those videos for people watching? Well, that one was quite a, a unique one, obviously, because I've got the pro player right beside me. And not only is it a pro player, but it's a pro player who's very mysterious and very unknown, especially in his speech and how he communicates uh, what he's doing in game, because that's whenever Cuck streamed in the past, he didn't do that. So I was my goal there was just to make Cucks comfortable. I didn't want to take away from his gameplay by distracting him. But I also wanted to ask all of the things that the viewers would maybe want to hear. So I'd try to you know, squeeze as much information out of him as possible. It's a little bit different because when I'm casting by myself, I'm the one who has to provide all the information and I'm the one who's, uh, you know, trying to explain why I think a player did a certain thing. But for the Cuxer show match, I just take a bit more of a supporting role and uh, try to bring as much out of him because people can hear me every day on my stream, uh, but you can only get that opportunity to listen to Cux explaining what he's doing. And talking about the game just having fun with it that one time or maybe another time in the future but that was like a one-off mm -hmm. at that point i don't think it's ever happened before so yeah those are the two goals didn't want to detract from his gameplay but i wanted at the same time to extract as much entertainment and uh information from him okay yeah i i'm just like in love with that video to be honest um so your youtube video is your youtube channel is mostly divided between show matches and money matches and watching those, for someone that's never seen any of those, would you kind of like run through what those are? Yeah, so it all started off with 
pretty much well the show matches just started off actually one day because i was just playing 2v2 on my stream like way back last year with scrub and then marky asked scrub if scrub wanted to play a private 1v1s and then scrub was feeling pretty bad he's like oh but i don't want to ditch you i was like no 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 please ditch me <laughs> to go do that but can I spectate? Because I would love to watch. And then they were like, yeah, sure. So I just spectated it. And then my stream were like, oh, cast it. Because you're there anyway. That was the first time I ever tried casting. So I just gave it a bash. But I didn't want to, you know, try to be someone I'm not. So I was just chilling. And I was just, you know, just talking about the game. But people loved it. So I decided to do more of it. That's how it all started. And the show matches, you know, I just uh, initially pretty much just got people that I knew from the game. Like Scrub and Marky. And then they are friends. But as it grew with the popularity, you know, it just drew more pro players in and they all wanted to be a part of it i get people messaging me too asking if they can be featured so i've got to and now i i feel like uh i have to be a little bit selective with uh who i get on because i don't want to make it just a completely open book sometimes i don't know who it is or the personality or the the player that it is that's asking me to uh to feature them and uh, i'm you know i want to know a little bit about them before i go and uh i guess promote them in that way but yeah it's essentially right. just players playing against each other and I just sit there and commentate a bit more of a relaxed and analytical style than uh, what you're used to seeing in stuff like RLCS and uh, other tournaments of, of similar nature. Okay. Oh, it's and then a, there's money really matches. Cool. They're just uh, crowdfunded. <laughs> so I actually have nothing to do with them almost. Just, that all started where um, one of my viewers just donated to a Marky versus Scrub Killer. Not the very first one I casted. This is like the third time that they played on my stream, Marky versus Scrub Killer. Of course, they were the legendary matchup at the time, and somebody just uh, donated and said, "Hey, could you give this to the winner?" And it was like fifty quid, uh, so like I don't know, sixty-five dollars or something. And I was like, "Oh yeah, sure, definitely." And then other people started throwing money, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" So <laughs> it ended up at like five hundred and fifty dollars. I was like, "This is ridiculous. This is a huge amount of money for a single show match in Rocket League." And uh, it kind of just started a tradition. If you know people just come to the stream and they want to sponsor a match, they'll just donate, and uh, other people follow suit. So the Coxer Fairy Peak game recently won thousand four hundred ninety two dollars for a single best of seven. It's just outrageous That's... amount of money for what ended up now as four games. Spoiler alert: Coxer won. Did the players in that moment know that they were all of a sudden playing for money, or did you just let them play on as? If no, no, I told them. Normal? I think it was after. Okay. it was probably after game one. Uh, somebody donated, and I just wrote in the chat. I said, "Hey guys, there's money on the line here." I think it was up to a hundred by that point. This first donation came in. And then other donations followed. So I just uh, told them, hey, there's money on the line. How do you want to split it? So they decided on the prize pool split. They decided they would play a best of nine. And uh, then just went from there. And, you know, people added to it. Scrub told me he'd never been so nervous in his life because he'd never played for so much money in a 1v1. Before that, I think he played for like $50 before. And uh, huh. he did take it. So I was really happy for him because he, uh, you know, was super excited. I did a post-game interview with him and he, you know, audibly shaken in his voice, which was quite funny to listen to. <laughs> so I'm sure he was pretty calm uh, after that whole 12 Titans thing that went down. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's uh, definitely more calm these days. But uh, that being said, he could definitely, you know, still improve his, uh, how could I put it, just a... Uh, ability to you know stay calm under pressure especially now he's just the favorite in every 1v1 match he plays which is a whole other ball game yeah going in as uh, everybody expecting you to win Something it's cool to hear how you've kind of like filtered the people that you you know exposed to the show matches and stuff but i think it's it goes without saying that you know a, a show match between savage and i would be more than welcome on this probably <laughs> <one of the> most <laughs> popular 
<laughs> Much requested, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> if we if we get three requests for it, I'd be surprised. We have a lot of fun here. Um we have show matches of our of our own, I guess you could call them, on the podcast. Uh but they're more like challenges uh that we like to put our guests through. Um but you know, you're rather successful with the game of Rocket League. You've got a, a great Twitch viewership and stuff like that. So uh it would just almost seem kind of trite any kind of prize we could give you. So we figured we'd make you play for a prize of someone else. In fact, one of our supporters on Patreon. Uh, so uh, we have a challenge if you're up for it. Right. Uh, to play uh, for a prize for someone else, one of our listeners. Are you down? Yeah, let's go. I'd, I was hoping you'd say yes because the accent is going to make this amazing. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Rocket League Mad Gab 2.0. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you familiar with the rules of Mad Gab, Johnny Boy? No, I'm completely okay. unfamiliar, in fact. Okay, Mad Gab is um, a party game where um, phrases are broken up into smaller words, um, and they are almost indecipherable. Uh, so they can only be deciphered audibly. If so, if you read this grouping of words, then you'll be able to, you know, decipher the uh, phrase that is in there. Okay, the Mad Gab. Um, and so to start us off, <laughs> um, I'm going to give uh, Savage a phrase to read to you and you're going to try to decipher what he is trying to say. All right? right. And then we're going to go back and forth. And if you can get three out of four of these correct as a team, then uh, our special Patreon patron will be taking home a LFM sticker and a set of certified and painted lightnings. So this game All works right, a lot see. better. If you just, when you get your phrase, just repeat it over and over again, try to talk through it because just looking at it isn't going to help anyone. We've, we've, this is right. not the first time we've done this here. <laughs> Does it... All right, so Savage is going to read the first one to you. You're going to try to decipher. If you get it right, you get one for one. Here we go. List into lie fro man field. List into lie fro man field. All right, listen to lie fro man field. Yeah. Boom, one for one. One for Easy one. Game. Easy. All right. Easy, Easy. Easy. Oh, okay. Well, then uh, you get oh, to no, be the I reader now. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that was the warm-up, okay? But uh, we're oh, going into game go. two, and let's see if you feel just as strong. Read this one to Savage. In he map butts tar bay ice. In he map butts tar bay ice. In he map butts tar bay ice. <laughs> Difficult to say. Um, Something about star base. Um, again? In he map butts tar bay ice. In he map. Oh no. Um. <laughs> uh oh. I think Savage is dropping the ball on this one. I'm a disappointment. Okay. In Johnny, do you map have butts tar bay ice? Any map but star base. Boom! Oh, nice. Two for two. <laughs> that was scary. Yeah, I could have blended right. it together, but I wanted to make it, you know, yeah. a challenge. Yeah. yeah. Nice right. trouble, right? Savage back to Johnny. Here we go. Pasit I am freeze tile lint. Pasit I am freeze tile lint. Pasit I am freestyling. Boom! That's a good one. I'm proud of you, Nox. That's it. That's it. You've gotten this, a lot better. This fourth one? <laughs> I know. Thank <laughs> the last you. Last time we did this, Thank they you. were I've like Bo Ost. <laughs> 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 this game is one year in development, so. Alright, and the last one, uh, this is just, I mean, 
for bragging rights because you've already won the prize. Nice. Uh, so read this one to Savage. Uh, what ad hunk I am nuts. What ad hunk what I dunk. am nuts. I am nuts. What ad hunk. Oh my gosh. Beautiful. <laughs> four for four. Easy. Is it, Easy game. Is it in the beauty of writing the Mad game? Maybe. I, I think, think I'm the one that won this game. It's probably the synergy between me and Johnny. It's probably okay. the reason. And just for natural. Well, yeah. Congratulations making it through Mad Gab 2.0 uh, without any stumbling, I'd say. I, I mean, mean, there was maybe on the I, second I one. I tried but... to let us down, but, you know, I feel like Johnny <laughs> carried us through. <laughs> no, but even if we did miss that, we still had it in the end. Yeah, we did. We got, we'd have got the other three anyway. Easy peasy. Easy. Of course, I'd love to send you a Live from Manfield sticker, too, for your victory. So there was a little prize involved, but... You know, something you can just put on the side of your rig, advertise on your stream, something Ooh, like that. I don't know. One last thing, actually. <laughs> um, I don't know if you remember streaming with Shogun, Cole, and Doomsie about a couple weeks ago, but it was right after we had Megan Shotgun on our podcast, and I got a great clip from one of our viewers sent in where you were asking who wanted to play first, and they said Megan. And you were really? very confused, and it was one of the best things I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll need to see that. I don't recall. Well, I do remember that, though. That was a fun recording. The The joke is that we changed Mega Shock. Mega Shock. I, see, I say it every Megan time. Shotgun, yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's definitely Well, thanks so much for coming. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that was the version one of his name, actually. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, it was a blast having you, and you're obviously very knowledgeable about the game, and you do a ton for the community as far as content creation and streaming. Uh, where can people find your content, and where can people like connect with you on Twitter and stuff like that? Yeah, it's uh, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube, all Johnnyboy underscore I. So I made this account with an underscore in it, then accidentally got semi-famous on it, and I regret the underscore to this day, <laughs> but it is there. Decided to just brand it, so there you go. Johnny Boy underscore eyes. I'll see you there. And there's an H in What's Johnny. Like, it's like the crying <laughs> eyes thing, right? What's that, sorry? It's supposed to be like a crying eyes emoji type thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think I tried to make an account called Johnny Boy. It was taken. Johnny Boy 2, taken. Johnny Boy 3, taken. Like every Johnny Boy account on Twitch was taken. And then I just did this one. It was not taken. And I, at that point, I'm so frustrated that, um, you know, t on take 19, I was like, anything will do. Let's go. <laughs> Looks like a crying face. We're going with it. So that, yeah, we just well, now, it. yeah, it's become some of your branding. Maybe you should just cry on stream more and it'll work. I should. I really should. That's <laughs> a good idea. I found it. All right. Thanks so much for coming on the show. We hope you have a good day. Yeah, thanks day, for man. having me. Take care, guys. Thanks, uh, awesome, to Johnny Boy for being such a good sport and, of course, winning that prize. Uh, the prize this week is going to Spooks, who is a patron on uh, oh, patreon.com slash LFmanfield. Congratulations. Spooks. I feel like Johnny only won like half of that prize for Spook. It's but true. Whatever. It's true. Yeah, whatever. Kind of. You're welcome, Spook. <laughs> so uh, remember that if you want to enter in a chance for pros to win you prizes, you can do that at patreon.com slash Manfield. Of course, Spooks is a champion level supporter, so we really, really, really appreciate that. Thank you, Spooks. Appreciate all of what he did. Hit me up to and get your prize. You that brings us to... The Weekly Whips! Whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> hey, yeah. Knox, yeah. I feel like you've probably had a pretty boring week this week, but 
I guess like, you know, since we're since we're asking, what did what happened to you this week in Rocket League? Oh, not much. Nothing big. Oh, that's right. I announced with one of the largest orgs to pick up a Rocket League team. That that I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I'm going to be honest. I didn't even realize what I was getting myself into. So if you haven't heard, um, I have signed on for my RCS Season 3 team with Soar Gaming. And uh, I'd never heard of Soar until they approached us. And uh, then, you know, when everything got turned into like a huge deal or whatever, I started looking more into it. And solely by follower numbers on Twitter, Soar has more followers than G2 Esports and <laughs> NRG Esports. And I was like, wow. Oh, crap. (laughs) That's something happened. Interesting. (laughs) Why? That's interesting. Yeah. Um, Um, I instantly felt a little bit of pressure in that moment when I saw that. Yeah. Because, I mean, just from what I've seen this week, how has been your little backlash with that? Because I feel like a lot of people have been. You know what? I'll be honest. Like it's it's usually the negative that you tend to focus on. Uh, but I I um, literally had to take a step back and kind of you know count a little bit like what the responses have been. Nine out of ten people have been super supportive. Congratulations! We've gotten congratulated by Kernovi and several other like major pros. Um, there was yeah there were a few salt lords that were not happy about the announcement, and it was interesting because. Uh, it was like, hey, this doesn't affect you at all. Why do you care? Kind of thing. And I don't want to like, you know, start a witch hunt or, you know, like yeah. list people like, but yeah, a lot of people started creating like parody teams saying they were signing with other big esport orgs and then like saying stuff about like how they were scrimming us and like all stuff that wasn't even happening. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it, there was a good liberating moment where a couple people who had reacted negatively towards the announcement we got to scrim them um we scrimmed six people back to back uh, all six people had negative reactions towards us and we at least went 50 50 with both of those scrims so um it was kind of like yeah didn't expect that boys did ya <laughs> hey one little interesting thing to throw out about the news is 20 minutes ago rizzo tweeted out that he is no longer going to be playing with Take 3. So that's pretty official now. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Just to <laughs> make sure that's out there. Yeah, but, like, that's cool. And, I mean, you've definitely gotten some support. I know you had quite the stream the other night that showed. Yeah, Kronovi hosted the stream. That was crazy. I played for 1,400 people for about, like, 30 minutes, and then it stayed at between 600 and 800 for, like, an hour and a half. Uh, that was the first time like, I've... two people. What? It was crazy. I only had to ban, like, two people. <laughs> so that was you, though. That was you moderating the channel. Nice. Good job. Yeah, that was... I was here. Uh, yeah, people were super nice on the stream and everything, and I, and it was cool because they watched all the scrims that we were doing, and we were playing against other pro players and, you know, doing well in our scrims. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, a little bit of it is that, like, um, some people have, like, written, like... I think that the, the pro scene right now is pretty exclusive, and I think uh, some players that are really good have been written off, and um, I think that uh, I would be included in that. And I don't want to say that I'm on the same level as like some of these high-up high, high up pros, but I feel like I'm one of those players who's been like written off when it comes to competing. And, and so like it's, it's a nice moment to have like a, a chance to prove myself a little bit. Uh, yeah, and not even like especially written off, but just like if you're not 
if you haven't always been at the top, they just don't really care. Exactly. People like think that like the top is closed off to new players and um, like people just ignore me when I say I'm pro now. Like it's in my Twitter bio and everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that being said, I don't want people to like expect us to like you know be guaranteed top eight NA or anything. I don't want to put any kind of pressure on us. Um, our like our kind of agreement with stores like, hey, we're gonna rep you guys. We're gonna play at the highest. Um, level that we're capable of let me get that clear real fast a lot of people think that like there's like one of two things happened that we either swindled sore into a deal where we're like yo what are these three great players don't talk to anyone else like pick us up and then at the same time there was like they think that like sore just came in with complete ignorance uh i'll like clear the room there uh we have been talking with sore for six weeks like this is like it's been a long time and each week we've reported our tournament placings our scrim results uh with complete transparency and they've known us for a long time they knew exactly what they're picking up um and so i think that that is an important thing to clear the air that there was no shady details there was no like sore went to iris and iris turned them down like there's all these rumors that like iris said they wanted a salary and so this was the best sore could get no there was none of that it was like <laughs> this was an agreement of like hey sore wants to get in a rocket league they want a nice, like, you know, casual team to get into. and so Someone that can represent their names and not be on Twitter bad-mouthing other teams that are getting sponsored the entire time. Exactly. Maybe. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, one interesting thing, I guess one question that I know a lot of people have about SOAR is there are five people on your roster. Five, five members, yeah. So, like, what's the deal? Do you guys have a starting three or is it just completely rotational based? Um, so we knew that we were going to have to figure out our starting three real soon. Um, so, uh, it was kind of a fun story where like, we just kept adding people to the roster to kind of figure things out. And like, we kept, we would only add someone to the roster when we thought that they were better than anyone else on the roster. Uh, (laughs) so that it was like this moment where I was like, Hey, you know, like, what if we get this person because they're really good. And then all of a sudden we're like, well, we don't want to kick anyone off. So um, but it was like a thing where we started doing a bunch of scrims against some other bubble teams to really figure out what our best three was, um, and kind of figure out where each of us stand with each other. Um, and so the decision was officially made a couple nights ago that the starting roster is going to be Stev, Sham, and Jaboy. So I'm on the starting roster Who excitingly. That's me. That's me. Oh. Um. Oh, okay. Although it was really close with everyone. Um, there was like some nice performances put by everyone. Um, so, uh, Aeon, if you don't know, is just like a guy who came out of nowhere. The kid's got like 650 hours in the game and he hit grand champ. Is that Dan? Yep. It's Dan. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, so, that guy is good. He's I good, man. Could not, I did not believe you when you told me how many hours he had. And so, um, yes. he's kind of like in a future investment that we're, uh, like training up. And so we've realized in, like that he can do really well in ranked and stuff like that. Uh, but when it comes to competing with like high level players and in, in our scrims and stuff, uh, he just doesn't have the, like the match awareness and the foresight to kind of compete yet. And so, um, we're like, Hey dude, you've got the raw mechanical skill and the crazy talent that we know can be big here soon. So we're going to keep getting you in on our scrims and we're going to keep going over replays with you with the idea that like here in a month, two months, you might be freaking, you know, the next Devo or something. Uh, And so that's like our goal with like him. And then like, you know, Redeem and I have both been playing this freaking game forever trying to break in. And uh, so it was all really close. But yeah, that's the starting roster. That's really exciting. 
it's good stuff. Yeah. It's a, it was an exciting announcement. Um, and I just want to thank a lot of the people who stuck out to support us. Like, you know, people like Husky on Twitter, but I also got a message from, um, from Megan shotgun, uh, who was really encouraging. The real Megan shotgun. The real or? Megan shotgun. Who was really encouraging. The Megan shotgun on Twitter. No, like, yeah, no. Callum the Shogun on Twitter. Uh, sent me a message and just like, you know, I told him some of the stuff that I was going through. Like, yeah, it just kind of sucks that like we're having to, you know, hear all this crap. And he's like, well, welcome to my world, dude. You should have seen what happened when I was announced as an RLCS caster. And I was like, wait, people didn't want you as an RLCS caster? And he's like, dude, I got so much hate mail. And I was like, really? So wow. Yeah. I hate those people. Me too, dude. Me too. And so dude. he was a real encouragement to me. Just like, he was like, dude, go get him. Megan, what a guy. What a dude. What a dude. How about you, Savage? How was your week in Rocket League, man? My week in Rocket League. That's a crazy question. Um, man, I've never thought about that one before. Um, I'd say that it was a pretty good week. I got to stream several times this week, which is kind of fun. I'm kind of finding times to pop that back up. I still don't have a webcam. So, like, that's kind of a bummer. My, I've asked my brother, like, six different times to bring it with him. Nice. He's just, he's not coming through for me. But, yeah, it's been fun. A lot of people have just been hanging out. Um, I played a lot of threes this week. Opposed Good. to, like, my normal just twos. Do you have a team fun. to announce for the RLCS no. Are you with Optic Gaming? Are you with FaZe? I am actually... Replacing Rizzo on G2. Oh, okay. Replacing. <laughs> yeah, Rizzo's going to play with Equinox now, and Lethemir's playing with Sad, and Vince is playing with me and Kronovi on G2. JNAPS is the sub. It's crazy. It's a whole shuffle. Gotcha. I probably should have mentioned that earlier, but, you know, I don't know. I didn't want to spoil, spoil your big moments. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, but, like, I am grinding up my threes rank. Started the week at a rising star, because um, like literally, I just took threes out of my life for several several months. Because I was like, you know, this is dumb. I don't have enough friends to do this. But I've started just like not necessarily solo queuing it, because that still makes me very upset. Um, but like, even when I have just like one other person, I'm like, hey, let's not play twos and let's play threes. And it's been fun to like. It's way more fun to play threes and be able to like stay up and go for like redirects and not worry about the fact of like crap, I missed that. Now the guy that passed to me is in the other goal and like we're done for. Like it's a completely different mindset. Yeah. That I'm interested to like start developing more. Cause like when it comes to twos and ones, I feel like I at least understand what's going on fairly well. Like at a very high level, I can watch what's going on and comment on it and diagnose where people went wrong. I'll still make this mistakes, but you know, I can tell you that I'm making the mistake as I make it and tell you what I should have done, but not do it. Um, but it's fun playing those threes. I got to do, let's see. I think this week was when I put out the ones analysis for vapor GB. That was fun. Nice. That was a bit of a slaughter game, but he said it was helpful. So I'm happy about that. Because I took one where it was just him and I playing, and he's a shooting star in one, so I kind of just went all out on him and wanted to punish every mistake he made and then kind of tell him, like, hey, don't do this, because then you're giving up a free goal. 
and like, hey, here's a, me scoring this goal. Don't do it again. Um, but yeah, it was a fun week. It was very relaxed. And that's kind of where my life is going. I do not think I will be playing in RLCS Season 3. What? No, you got to, dude. I don't... What's the date of the open qualifier? It's the 20... No, no, no. Nothing's no. the 20th about it. Um, in April. It's like... It's not in April. It's in March. Uh, give me one second. It is... The open qualifier is um, March 4th and March 11th. See, March 11th, I will be gone the entire time. Probably wouldn't make it till then. Uh, and then March 4th, I will be in Indy all day. So that's less than ideal for a sub. But, you know, like, I'm not too upset about it. My life is not really in the competitive scene anymore. It's been several weeks since I played an attorney at this point, And I don't really see a lot in my future. But, like, it's fun to, it's fun to be the spectator. It's fun to watch everything progress. And... Things are kicking up with school, so like. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't really have the time to. Well, no, I I kind of envy you. I kind of like to be honest. I wish I did not have this like deep. It's like all right. It's like this self value tied to, like I don't know. I see. I just don't think I'd be able to play like casual Rocket League because, uh, like my entire like identity in the game, I think is tied to reaching the highest level that I can. And so, like, I thought about that, like, the other day, because I'm going through, like, a, a big, like, career transition, too. Like, I'm literally leaving, like, completely leaving the field that I work in to go work in another field that I've never had any training in. So, uh, That's exciting. yeah, it's exciting. But, like, at the same time, it's like, you know, um, should I be spending so much time on a video game in the middle of this? Uh, like, you know, that kind of stuff. And then, like, I think about, like, well, I don't think I'd be able to quit playing Rocket League. I'd still you know, just have to play, you know, like, maybe once or twice a week. And then I started thinking, like, wait, is that even possible for me? Like, I don't know. I used to try to, like, skateboard competitively. I went to several competitions and stuff. Um, and I remember when I quit, like, I would, I tried to do it casually. Um, but, like, you know, of course, your level goes down. And I just remember everything about it was frustrating. Like, oh, my gosh, I could typically do this first try every time. And now I can't. And... I can see that happening with Rocket League. Like, why am I missing that shot? Oh, it's because I'm putting in, you know, 30 less hours a week. So I don't, I don't know if I could do that. I, I might have to quit cold turkey when that, when that time comes. It's, it's rough because there was right when I got my like concussion, it was kind of like school was piling up then too. And I was like starting to think about what am I going to do? And like, am I just going to stop playing this game? And like taking those two weeks that are something, it was maybe three where it was just, like, not being able to play. And I was like, man, I'm not ready to just give up on this game. Not, like, I'm not, I'm just not at a level to play. I'm not really willing to put myself through all the work that I would need to to get back up to a highly competitive level. Hmm. And, like, I don't want to struggle and be sad in that mid-tier level for so long. I'd like to be sad. Sad Junior. I mean, even him, bruh. He's getting booted from teams left and right. He, what, what's always funny is every team that he gets picked up on makes freaking like you know top five play. So maybe yeah. he's the one that should start booting people because Sad Junior has something figured out about this game that no one else has figured out. Well, but like, how, you can't choose Sad Junior over Garrett. I like. I can. Can you? I can. Can you? I can. 
Can you? That's going to do it for us this week. I want to thank some. <laughs> I want to thank everyone who tweets about the show, our tweeters. There's, of course, the people who do this week in, week out, our rocket tweeters. I'm talking about yeah. Declan. Ah. Sparkling Sparling. Shine bright. Like no, a, no, 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 no. Sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> Eurobees, wizard. Yeah. Blaze, the man we look up to. Man we look looking up right now <laughs> 24 karat golden shine shine bright like a carrot <laughs> pete the magic possum he tweeted about the show again <laughs> this one that we don't know crap <laughs> we're, <getting prepped. laughs> we're like i did fix his name this week though it is not bastard it's bastard okay so isn't it something like hold my beer <laughs> Holding my beer, bruh. Ooh. I'm Maybe cuckoo he's the founder. for Johnny Kooks. The silly rabbit. Tricks are for <laughs> kids. Are, cooks are for kids. Cooks are for kids. <laughs> you know what time it is? It's 2.33. <laughs> oh, it's... Is that it? It's 2.33. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I feel like it's 2.33. It's 2.323. 2.323. 2.323. Like no, Two thirty-two-three. <laughs> also tweeting about this show is Jay Grady, Krios, Corp RL, and Kyle Lemon. Thanks so much, guys. And Artomata. Artomata. We did. We did distinguish that last week. Art's hand was not the one featured in the video. It was, in fact, Kyle Lemon. Yeah. The and social media person of Psionics. So. Kyle Lemon, I think, might now be my new favorite person at Psionics. He was bragging about how he got it first try. So he said it took many attempts. <laughs> yeah, he was such a liar. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what you should do? Oh, me personally? Was, no, yeah, was, uh, I've was... been looking for guidance. Please guide me, Mufasa, in the sky. Oh, the Lion King reference. <laughs> That's sad. Um, but you know you should not be sad and help us get guests because like. We got Johnny Boy. He didn't respond right away, but I feel like he may have saw a couple of you tweet and be like, oh, yeah, this. He responded to one of the tweets, I believe, and said, I'm down. Well, he did respond eventually. Yeah. But I feel like it wasn't super quick, and I feel like that our super awesome listeners helped persuade him. Either way, yeah, yeah. Either way, it was definitely because of you guys tweeting at him that he came on the show, because he hates, he, I mean, he, he I mean, he obviously does not like us. Like, we <laughs> talked to him today, and it was, we barely got through that interview. It's true. Um, but yeah, just like, tweeted a random person this, I mean, not, not a random person, random person. Not tweeted all, God, <laughs> you know what happens when you say things like this on the show. You, you are literally talking to our, the, the freaking man fam, who freaking, you said your name was Adam Savage, you know, like a handful of times, and so they started tweeting at freaking the Adam Savage from Mythbusters trying to get him on the show. Like, you can't say that. I'm still waiting for him to reply to one of those tweets. Well, he's not going to because he does not oh, know what Rocket League he is. Will. How do you know that? Because you haven't it, talked to me in a weeks. I, Adam Savage and I are good friends. We we bust good. we bust some the solid cast. myths together. That's exciting, including the myth that he and I are good friends. Busted that one right there. Oh, dang! That's crazy. Uh, um, you can consider supporting the show on Patreon.com/slash/ElfManfield. You get a chance to win prizes just like our dude Spook got today. Um, like. Those wheels are worth like 500 keys. It's not true. And he got them just for being 
a patron. Yeah. Like, he just won back now that part all is, of the money he's is given to us. True, it is true. So I want to thank like, so much just the patrons who help support the show. You guys have literally made the show possible, whether it comes from our RSS hosting fees or our um, our MP3 fees and our website hosting fees. All that stuff costs money, and um, we are able to do that um, at pretty much an even level now because of you guys. So uh, thank you so much for not making Savage and I pay out of our pockets to make the yeah. show happen like it was happening Makes a it. year ago. So that's it's crazy how much we've come, and you know. We're trying to do a lot more for our patrons, so make sure you're on the Discord. Because just the other day, I was asking, like, who can give me a replay that I can use to do a little analysis and throw at. Yeah, and don't forget that and I like, offer coaching to anyone who pays uh, a dollar more, um, so anyone at the yeah. challenger level or above. So, um, yeah. I want to thank our super champ patrons, Pyfer J and Fecal Frenzy, our champion patrons, the stunt guy Johnny Cooks and Spook. I want to thank our all star patrons, Pastronaut Lennox, Vapor GB. Young Malcolm, Ninja Seb fan, and Hong Kong bad boy. Did you know that 67% of our patrons at the champion level have names that end with O-O-K or O-O-K-S? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All righty. Uh, well... Um, that brings us to the final end of our show. Not the final. Whoa, whoa. No, not whoa. like that. Uh, okay, it just we, brings like, us to the conclusion of this year. episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, not yet. But yeah. Um, what, what can people expect next week, Savage? So, you know, next week, um, we're really going to dive in to the mysterious case of the how the yo-yo and the bubbles interfered with Harambe's living. And how Trump became president. Mm, fascinating. I look forward to doing that. Until then, I'm Knox Phoenix. I am Adam. <laughs> and in the words of Eleanor Roosevelt, no one can make you feel inferior with the mute feature. <laughs>